Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. It's Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. I'm Skift Senior Media Producer Jose Marmalejos, and today on the Skift Daily Briefing, I'm joined by Skift Global Tourism Reporter DeWitt Habtamarium to talk about the article that he just published on skift.com entitled, A Growing Influencer Class Attracts a Larger Piece of Destination Marketing. Hello, DeWitt. Hello. So it's 2023. I think most of our listeners know what an influencer is at this point. But in your own words, what is an influencer and how are they related to destination marketing and tourism broadly? Yeah, I mean, I would say an influencer is, you know, as the name implies, someone who has influence. They have an audience that's highly engaged, you know, and the influencer also has a skill in keeping that audience's attention as well as growing their audience. More specifically, there are people posting on social media, right? And different online platforms. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're people right. posting on social media consistently. Their audience is just, you know, consuming their, their content, you know, and they know who they are. They know their name. They wake up hoping to see their content, you know, and these people also right. know how, how to reach other people who aren't necessarily in their audience, but they can get their name out and get them to follow their content at some point through their own, through the influencer skill. Is this the outgrowth of bloggers, essentially? Yeah, this is definitely yeah. this is definitely a new stage of things. Um, given how most people now are on social media, they're using, they're consuming on their phones. It's twenty four seven, right? So it's just it's become more entrenched. I would say these are just also people who just know more than just writing, but they know how, how to communicate destination images, uh, assets, culture through video uh, right. content, image content. There's this type of new creativity that's right. Just, they're digital natives, right? How are influencers changing the destination marketing landscape? Well, I, they're becoming much more of a useful element of driving traffic to hidden gems. What's going on is that these destinations are using these influencers to show them stuff on the ground that they would not have found if the potential visitor was just searching online, you know, on Google, right? Google typically defaults to the attractions everyone knows. What's going on is that destinations are using influencers to drive harder deeper travel discovery within the destinations. Right. So it seems like an antidote to over-tourism. Yeah, exactly. Over-tourism, you know, as well as just getting excitement and getting people to just expand what's possible, what they can do at a destination. So was there anything that surprised you in your reporting? Yeah, probably one of the biggest things was, you know, how videos influencers produce, right? For example, the Peru example, they can produce content that hits millions of eyes, right? That really can just move traffic like that. Um, and when you say the Peru example, you're talking about Will Ladd. Yeah, that video he posted of just like during the civil unrest in December, right? He was, he's just a traveler, travel vlogger, right? And he just posted his, his entire experience of just what was going on with the civil unrest with, you know, just the, you know, people just causing damage, right? And he was posting things he said, his experiences, and he was telling people, do not travel to Peru, right. right? And that was such a, it was very vivid imagery and it got millions of views. While other media outlets were focusing on the unrest, they never got that level of depth of what was happening on the ground. Right. Is It was just surprising just to see how that was able to just bypass all the media outlets and just get a message across to so many people very quickly um, and, and contribute to some damage, I, I suspect, to uh, uh, Peru's already hard recovery from the pandemic and then civil unrest hitting at the same time. 
So how have you seen influencer marketing evolve in your time as a journalist and covering travel? Yeah, I remember I was, you know, a few years ago, this is before Skipped, I was on a, uh, it was a travel press trip. It was me with other press outlets, as well as influencers as well, you know, and for me, it was a little bit irking, but we got a free trip, you know, got to stay at a hotel, stuff like that. Uh, I was there to, to, to do some reporting while they were there just for like, you know, just to put up content, promote. To create content. Yeah, to create content, you know, when I saw them, what they were doing, I was just surprised. I was like, why are these people on a trip with me? You know, like, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just say it's just, I don't, it felt a little bit insulting, a little bit, you know, sure. um, and also a little bit threatening because it's like, are these people treated as journalists? Are these people seen as like, you know, similar to me? What's going on? And so it seems like back then people were chosen for having tons of followers. They were scattershot. There wasn't really a unique audience. It was just a lot of people were following them. And they were chosen for that, you know, made right. a lot of people. Now it seems like they're just more of them who have unique audiences who tune in for that influencer's content, right? And they're more professional too, right? And it seems like today's influencers seem just more skillful, a little more honest. And more targeted. And targeted, right. And they have visitor profiles that a DMO would want. And, and I think DMOs are also smarter too as to how they vet and check them out. Yeah compared to uh, years ago. So looking ahead, how do you anticipate influencer marketing will continue to evolve in this space? I think, you know, for any DMO, right, they're accountable to their stakeholders, you know, hotels, tourism businesses, anyone who's paying the, the lodging tax, right? And I think DMOs are getting better tools to, to connect visitation occupancy to their marketing efforts. They're also finding mm -hmm. new channels, right? Like streaming services. And I think, those two pressures are going to be put on influencers as well. They're going to have to have better technology or work with someone who can give them the technology that can connect visitation as well as targeting precision with their posts. I think that pressure will come down the road in the coming years. All right. Well, thank you, DeWitt. That was fascinating. And the article is uh, again, a growing influencer class attracts a larger piece of destination marketing, and you can find it on skiff.com right now. Thanks again, DeWitt. Thanks for having me. Now, in other Skiff news, Asia editor Peter Domabutia reports, Asia's tourism industry has made an enormous recovery. Travel marketplace Skyscanner found that eight of the world's top 10 trending destinations for travelers are located in Asia. Next, the number of women occupying leadership positions in the hospitality industry is continuing to rise. However, contributor Carly Thornell writes women fighting to land executive roles at major hotel companies still face enormous challenges. Finally, Air France KLM is looking to expand in South America. And the group believes acquiring TAP Air Portugal might be the way to go, reports Edward Russell, editor of Airline Weekly, a skiffed publication. Although Russell writes Air France KLM is just eyeing a deal with TAP for now, Air France KLM CEO Ben Smith notes TAP's extensive service to Brazil is very attractive to his company. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skiff Daily Newsletter at skiff.com daily.